0: Ask me to talk. Connection through conversation. Join self-described conversationalist Stacy Heller as she talks with guests about topics and ideas from the ridiculous to the sublime on Don't Ask Me to Talk. Now, here's your host, Stacy Heller. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I am even more ill prepared than usual for today's episode. Which, oh, right. right? Like, what could happen? I'm sort of excited about it though, because again, what could happen? Um, and actually, it's perfect that uh, my guest today is Pia Larson because she's a creative, and so we'll just we'll just vamp. We're just gonna riff. Exactly. Yeah. So I will do the standard intro, which is. Welcome. Can't listen each week? Then fine. Don't ask me to talk wherever you listen to podcasts. Or remember, you can text D-A-M-T-T to 55678 for show details. If you would like to connect, you have a comment, a question, or a quip, the number to call into the show is 425-373-5527. You can find me through my website, StacyConnects.com. And as I mentioned, my guest today is Pia Larson of Fingerprint Marketing and the podcast. Make your marketing. Have
1: I ever told you you had a voice for radio, Stacey? Uh,
0: my husband would argue I also have a face for radio.
1: <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> hey, you have a great voice for radio.
0: Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I, I love to talk. I mean, yeah. don't ask me to talk, right? <laughs> um, all right. So as you know, I always have my brain dump of what's going on. So first of all, I have to say hi to Mom. She is at Lee's today. Hi, Mom. Oh, I met Lee. Hi, Lee. Yeah, right. So, hey, ladies. Um, I have created a Black Rock Galleries junkie again. Not sponsored. Should be. <laughs> so I talked about this a couple of weeks ago that there was a auction. That I thought, oh, mom would like this stuff. And I sent it to her. And she and Lee were, like, totally obsessed and would send me texts, like, you know, this lot number and, you know, this much money and whatever. Good news. We won two paintings. One being the word and air quotes because you don't really win in an auction, right? Yeah. I mean, you sort yeah. of do. Um, and now that same artist, they did, um like, oils or acrylics first. And now they've done a whole bunch of his paintings that are watercolor very cool so now we're on the watch and that auction closes today so the anticipation the anticipation
1: is killing us all i'm on the edge of my seat and i have no idea what you're auctioning or bidding on
0: yeah uh paintings and the funny because you know i don't have any art Yeah, you have blank walls in your house. (laughs) Not. (laughs) It's on the insides of the closets. Thank you very much. (laughs) When you're in the front hall closet and you're looking for a coat, you want to be inspired by the art that's there (laughs) because that's pretty much the only space that I have left. Um, I'm trying. I'm really trying. Anyway, so that is something that has gone on. Um, Something on a heavier note that I want to share this week, uh, something that... Since my conversation with uh, D'Anthony Smith, uh, Dr. DeAnthony Smith, um, from last week's show, uh, it has been a tough mental health week for the world. Yes. <laughs> yes. I feel like a... Yes. A, yeah. And, like, personally, locally, globally. And locally, whether it's people that are in my orbit in my orbit or, you know, in the satellites that go around it. Um, What I noticed big time this week was a theme, especially for men in my life. Hmm. Do tell. I will. Thank you for asking. (laughs) So a friend that has been fighting tooth and nail for uh, custody of his daughter and has basically been told that for her mental health that he needs to give that up and as a father to be told that giving up is the best way to be supportive uh that's a hard pill to swallow i can't even imagine right and you know he shared uh the the court um and how he handled it and basically at the end of it said to the to the judge you know um you know she's like hey you can't say these things and he's like what are you gonna do like silence me like turn me off camera you know like it's all via zoom and you know whatever and you have basically demonstrated that you have had no control over this courtroom for the past four plus years so why would you start now Right. And, you know, and then basically said, I'm not going to do that thing where I say, I want you to think about all those dads out there because I'm not every other dad. I am my child's dad. Mm. Instead, I want you, when you look at your father, I want you, if you have a good relationship with him and he helped you get where you are sitting today, I want you to think of what you basically have now done in my relationship with my daughter. Or if you have a bad relationship with your daughter or with your father, I want you to think the same thing. And just kind of like did a, a mic drop and left. And uh, his sister was on the Zoom call. And when he hung up, to her credit, the judge said, um, he is to his outburst, he is 100% right. And that outburst should not be held against him, you know, for future proceedings or whatever yeah, it
1: well, is. Well, he's obviously passionate about his daughter and, and what's going on. I mean, he's
0: 100% he loves her. So that was one thing. Then uh, a friend whose son is away at school, and he is dealing with making friends, finding connection, and has really been not so happy about it, and who um, hurt himself. It may have been an accident. It may have been a subconscious thing. Um, He's fine. Um, However— The fragility of that first year, especially for kids that are not able to find connection like they used to when they go off to college because, you know, Zoom and COVID and all these things. Um, A guy that was actually going to be a guest on my show, uh, we were going to actually talk about prison reform and um, him struggling with Mm -hmm. his mental health and the things that he's going through um, and having to move back to Texas because – finding that his past um, really dogs him. Mm -hmm. And um, it'd be one thing to, like, be aware of the choices that you make and be allowed to move forward. It's another thing when you are forced to constantly confront the choices of your past, inhibiting your ability to move forward. Yeah, that could really drive you down. down. Yeah, Right. Uh, Then another family friend who um, reached out and— is struggling and I'm so glad that I'm a trusted resource and you know, I made a unilateral decision and said, come home. You need to come home. Hmm. And you know, then having to, to tell their parents like, Oh, by the way, I made this decision. And you know, that weighs heavily. um And I have, I mean, I have so many more of these stories that this week happened. And by the time I got to the end of the week with these stories, I called up Will and Charlie on the phone and did a a call with both of them sitting in my garage and was like sobbing oh. and was like, it is rough out there right now. Mm-hmm. And so many of us are always focused on women in mental health and women feeling marginalized in what we're going through. And, um, you know, I'm just thinking of all of these young mm. men yeah, that are supposed to, you know... Suck it up and... S- yep. Not be in touch with their feelings. Yep. And what happens is it creates old men that are... Grumpy. Not so great. Mm-hmm. And that have not addressed these mental health issues. Um, I learned a term yesterday actually called uh emotional sobriety. And I thought, wow, that's a
1: interesting thing. What, what is thing. it? Emotional what? emotional
0: sobriety. Ah. And this idea that, you know, um you may, maybe you've got some issues that are are going on in your life and, you know, your coping mechanisms could be anything, right? It can be denial. It could be um, drinking. It could be talking. <laughs> it could be anything. Uh, but the idea of emotional sobriety is this idea behind dealing with whatever it is that predated that, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, why are you talking so much? Why are you shopping? Or why are you drinking? Or um. Why are you stuffing things down? And so dealing with those things so that you can now live in the solutions and not the problems. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, thinking about all of these, this ages and stages of all of the people that I have spoken with over this past week and these young men and then, you know, older men and then seeing my peers and, you know, my My friends, husbands, and people that I know and the stuff that they're going through. I'm like, we need to remedy this Mm -hmm. because it's bad. Well, I have a story.
1: So a family, close family friend, um, very introverted, um, kind of just, you know, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. Doesn't really go anywhere. Uh, Went through a crisis recently and reluctantly reached out to some men's groups and and started volunteering at a food bank and just like started reaching out one-on-one to people and realized how important his community is or even just creating a community of humans mm-hmm. um even even though they think they're fine and they're self you know reliant and everything but but having a a village yes you know to share
0: Absolutely. So important. And, you know, I have um, I'm a co-host of a show called Eternally Amy. It comes on um, at six o'clock tonight, in fact. And she talks a lot about uh, her recovery journey and um, Greg Kuyper, who I'm a host of or co-host of his show. um, You know, he works with people that have substance use issues and, you know, just all these people in my life that are talking about some of these issues and whether applied to mental health or um, addiction are very much are in agreement that connection mm-hmm. is absolutely the opposite or cure almost mm-hmm. of these issues. Yeah. And so having that connection. So a little heavier than usual. I just want to encourage, though, people to make connections, um, create community, see people that are maybe unseen, um, ask people how they're doing and actually stay long enough to listen to their answer. Yeah, it's interesting. People, some
1: people have word of the year. So my word of the year is reconnection. Nice. Not, not through Zoom, but actually one-on-one. Um, I don't know if you remember the commercial, like I think it was the 80s, where a bunch of women are shouting outside of their window and they go, we're tired and we're not going to take it anymore. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm fed up and we're not going to take it. Any- I think it was like hair dye or whatever. Yep. And uh, I feel like that's kind of where
0: we are now. Well, we're, now I have Twisted Sister in my head that is like jumped into the yeah. scene now and is like, "We're not gonna take it." Yeah, and like you know, and basically, you know, we've we're done looking all nice and pretty and polite, and now we're gonna come out being a bunch of Twisted Sisters.
1: <laughs>
0: Long hair, right? pajama top, exactly. The yeah. Slightly scary. Yeah. I mean, you know, a little bit looking like you're in drag, but whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever. Um. And then the last thing is, I did a very interesting Gary Malcolm of Key Growth uh, Consulting and Coaching was a guest on my show about a month ago. and I ended up taking the first uh, installment of his um, pinnacle workshops. And it was all about oh, yeah. pinnacle gifts. And I was so pleasantly surprised by how many people responded to what everyone assumed was spam because I was so embarrassed to ask for people about feedback about me mm-hmm. that you know i just like sent this link that people assumed was spam because there was no preamble at all yeah and so i mean a that says that says something right um then the fact that i actually got like 20 responses was shocking and then he has you work on sort of a pinnacle statement about you know who you are and what mm-hmm. you do and you know so i this was like an 8 hour thing and Uh, throughout the day and come up with this statement and then I am scrolling through pictures that I have of quotes and things and I found a way smaller paraphrasing of what I essentially had written. Let's hear it. Well, I have to bleep out some words here. (laughs) You are a bad butt, uh mother trucking, sorcerer of divine light. Love that. <laughs> and I'm like, that is what I am. And
1: so Well, you're way more than that, but that kind of sums it up.
0: I just love I was like, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you you work and you try to figure out what you are. And really, um, you know, there is um I love the fact that there's just those divine gifts and everything. Mm-hmm. And um so mine, mine is parking karma, by the way. I have good parking karma. That's my gift. That. <laughs> I actually have that, too. You manifest. Yep. I went shopping in Kirkland on yeah. uh, Saturday, and I was with my friend Sally, and we're going down on that little side alley where cactus is. Yep. And she's like, I never go down here. There's never parking. And I was like, yeah, oh, there, there will be a spot. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, there's never a spot. Sure enough, bam. Yep. She was like, I want what you're having. So... <laughs> um. Anyway, so my Staceyism, real simple this week. Just make a connection with people. Like realize that you are a um, a source of divine light and make sure that if you're feeling blue, that you remember that for yourself. And if you are witnessing someone that's going through something, then um, share your light with them. It can really make a difference. Okay, so when we come back, Let's keep it light, light. Yes, please. Okay. (laughs) So keep listening to Don't Ask Me To Talk. We'll be right back with Pia Larson. Don't ask me to talk. Hi, I'm JDK Winnekin, host of This Show Is All About You. If you're like me, you seek many things in your life. Adventure, meaning, belonging. You have dreams and you want fun. And of course, you want love. And we also want other people to join us along the path. But what happens when you don't know how to have all that or where to start? Well, join me every week to learn more about how, because I am just like you. So join me each week here on KKNW for this show is all about you. A show about how you and me become we and what that means for all of us. And be sure to visit my website, wordsbyjdk.com. Whether it's fly fishing or French pastry, we all have something that makes our tail wag. Involuntary and instinctive. It's sparked by excitement, inspired by purpose, and it speaks to who we are. I'm Stacey Heller of Stacy Connects. I lead clients to the place that makes their tail wag. As a creative director, I bring ideas to life. As a podcast producer, I give ideas a voice. Stacy Connects. It's my superpower. If you want to connect with me, Stacy Heller, go to stacyconnects.com.
1: Counseling.com.
0: Alternative Talk 1150, local talk for the body,
1: mind, and soul.
0: Don't ask me to talk. Welcome back to the show. I am excited to be chatting with Pia because Pia is an entrepreneur and a creative, much like myself, and yeah. has been since, right? Has been forever. Um, So much creativity growing up. You've had so many different iterations of your career. And one of the things that I really appreciate about you is that, A, um just somebody else that likes to play in that sandbox mm-hmm. is like such a fun thing. Yeah. Then there's the fact that you really want to share that with people. I mean, yes, you want people to work with you and hire you. And you have a podcast where you share... So much information with subject matter experts that are all about these things that small to large size businesses need mm-hmm. to be thinking about.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's a curiosity, right? It's similar to what you have. You're curious about uh, what are in people's minds and what makes them tick. Um, and there's so marketing is the field that I'm in, mm-hmm. and there's so much information out there, um, and it's easy to be confused, overwhelmed small, medium-sized businesses. So I wish I had someone that could just give me the cliff notes. Um, and those cliff notes get outdated every, what, couple days, every oh, couple weeks? Like yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, that was a past tactic. We're not going to do that anymore, right? So that's why I like to bring on specialists that, uh, you know, they've niched down or they have, like, one superpower that they're really great at. Um and I'm kind of a fangirl. Like I go to these conferences and I geek out and talk, but it's just interesting to me um, how, because we're all salespeople. We all are marketing ourselves, whether it's to our family or our business or our prospects. Um, so how do you get noticed? Um, so I, I grew up in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And I was one of the few white little girls with freckles and red hair and a weird name. I literally always think of Pippi Longstocking. Kind you, of, yeah. Like, you yeah. know,
0: I'm like waiting for like the little monkey and like the ship to show up and like occasionally you go hang out with dad and get some gold until next time he comes.
1: <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah.
0: Like that. Yeah. I'm just like, that's like your little spirit fictional character.
1: Yeah. So I naturally physically stood out. <laughs> But um, I wanted to stand out in a good way. So how could I engage and almost fit in, but still honor my uniqueness? So um, part of that is laughter. I love to make people laugh. I love to find the funny in things. And I'm a little snarky sometimes without being mean, but it's like, it's it's easy. I get it. Yeah, it's like, come on, people. So, you know, I try to, you know just distill everything for my my clients so they don't have to stress about it and say, I just had a conversation an hour ago with a prospect, and she's like, oh, and I have to do this, and I went to this conference, and I said, no, you don't. I'm giving you permission with the 28 years of marketing that I have, and she just took a big sigh of relief, and she's like, oh, thank God.
0: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) not everything makes sense for every business. And, you know, so you have... While well, you have 28 years of experience. I like to tell people I know enough to be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, like kidding aside, I have like, you know, how I do part of my job is using my intuition, right? Yeah. Um, And I'll have a gut about something where I'm like, mm, you know, does this person really need this or is this the way that they should go? And, you know, my gut may say that. However, then I feel like they need to double check with you because the advice that I give, um, it may be a yes and. So, yes, she's right. And you still need to find your platform to connect with people.
1: Exactly. So a perfect example would be you're really good at wordsmithing and like coming up with like a pithy tagline or like like another way of saying a word so let's say we're designing a website and we're putting together a navigation um the the you know people want to use the fun creative titles in their navigation which i understand but if you have to make people think and, and and take time to figure out well what does she mean um instead of saying services you're saying i don't know what's another word for services like what I do, what I do, or or <laughs> something like that. it doesn't work, it doesn't convert, right. and the data shows it um, its best p- business practices it's it's marketing 101 so but but you could still use the pithy tagline everything in the copy in the web copy so you can marry the two
0: right right absolutely and i i learned that lesson from you that like okay so you've got a menu it doesn't mean that you should have like okay here's the appies these are like the small services that i do and like here's the main dish and all of that to your point having that on the website people are like am i at a restaurant like what is happening right now yeah and i have definitely learned that from you since i had a few instances of working with you where I was like, isn't this great? And you're like, yes. Super And creative. <laughs> Now let's like rein it in and right? figure out how we can make it more usable. Well, I always tell people that we all have digital
1: ADHD or we have not not to use that term derogatory. It's not derogatory, but it's like we have a million things going on. We have 50 tabs open Um, we have literally three seconds to capture people's attention. So you've got to be straightforward. Don't make me think.
0: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I learned that lesson. I was chatting with somebody today and uh, they were trying to come up with, you know, buckets of, you know, what should I call this and what should I call that? And I channeled you and, you know, it was like, okay, They had very specific things, and then they couldn't figure out what to have the other one be. And they were actually the ones that were being like, oh, how about this? Or how about that? Mm -hmm. I'm like, how about other? (laughs) Such a
1: simple concept. Right? And
0: they were like, what? (laughs) You know, like other. And I'm like, you know— To, you know, um, one of the people in the meeting made the point, well, like, well, now that, you know, you say it, I think of when I'm filling something out, I'm looking for other because it doesn't fit these or Mm -hmm. like none of the above. Yeah. (laughs) And so, you know, other is what it's the catch all. And so, you know, for once I'm like, there's time and place for those things.
1: Yeah. And that's why I love, I adore using video and podcasting and, um, just other visuals to get you get the idea across um, a lot of times you will be so head down eyes forward on your business mm-hmm. and you know everything about what you offer and 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 what your selling point is but someone fresh coming in to your website or listening to your marketing um, won't understand the core concept right away so having video having a podcast where you're, um, you're the authority in what you do is way easier for a potential client to really go, oh, okay. Like when I listen to your podcast, I'm like, oh, she's a connector and she connects people. Like it's
0: just easier for us to figure out what you do. It is. And it's also, you know, my, like this show um, it's it's interesting because it shows what you were talking about with branding, right? How uh, when you're presenting yourself, it's not just your professional identity; it's also your personal identity. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm I'm that perfect example of who I am personally is who I am professionally. And so, trying to to tell people what I do is difficult at times mm-hmm. to really get the dialogue that they're going to understand and so in a way this show serves as a model Mm -hmm. uh, so that people understand oh okay she's having conversations with people and you know she's thinking of ideas and making connections and you know connecting those ideas with people or people with people or whatever it is and sometimes the demonstrating and that's what you're talking about with podcasting and video Mm -hmm. and that um that's something that your years of experience which aren't you having like an anniversary or something with your business I am. is it today
1: no it's on valentine's day we turned 15 15 years ago i started out as just myself and now we have a team of 15
0: wow creatives yeah happy anniversary thank you it's been a labor of love it has been a labor of love but i that is the uh it will be the 26th anniversary of my daughter annie It's her birthday, Valentine's Day. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and I turned 55 on Thursday, so. Look at that. Did I say
1: that out loud? Oh, no. Nobody's listening. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Nobody's listening. That makes me feel better. My tens of (laughs) listeners.
0: I keep trying to get people to interact with me so that I know I have at least 11 now, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't know what it is about the uh,
1: 55. I'm taking it harder than the 50. Really? Yeah. I think maybe because it's closer to 60 or it's like... One more year and we're that much. I don't know.
0: know. You are. (laughs) You have. So creativity. If you're a creative person, I think it means that your mind is so agile and flexible. And there's that youthful curiosity that you're talking about. And that's something that you embody. And that curiosity
1: is a great word for it. Right. And Mm -hmm. it keeps
0: you. I think it keeps you young. Yeah. Like I am so interested in being mentally flexible. And, you know, and that's something that I think that you very much are. And that curiosity that you have, you know, you are sharing the information that you share as much to have people like, wow, look at her. She's yeah. doing this and she's introducing me to people. She must be good. Let me work with her. And it's because you want to know these things.
1: Yeah. Well, I've been told by many agency coaches that I need to niche down. And I see the I see the reasons and, and the positive outcomes. But I first of all, I would get really bored if I was just in one niche. And second of all, I'm just curious about too many businesses. And um, just, I mean, I worked with a neuroscientist that works with sleep study. I've worked with an IT company in Costa Rica. Um, You know, there's never a shortage of interesting businesses out there. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that sparks my creativity.
0: Absolutely. And having these sites, whether it's building their website or helping them with their advertising and their marketing and having them show up in a way that is authentic. You know, mm-hmm. I think about um, our common friend, um, Bruce Flammer. Mm-hmm. So he's got a podcast. I keep saying to him, yes, and you need to do like a vlog. You need mm-hmm. to, you know, go live or you need to do things where you're in a store and you're like mm-hmm. the touch, the feel of cotton. Mm-hmm. You know, like <laughs> Well, and he's a stylist, let people know yes, he's a stylist. By the way, yes. so he is an image consultant stylist, works with uh people really um identifying and then refining their personal style. Mm-hmm. And so he is in stores all the time. He is you know, feeling things, seeing things, he knows textures and fabrics and cuts and all this kind of stuff. He is somebody that could really benefit from the visual element as well. Yeah.
1: But I think he's an introvert, isn't he? Self-professed introvert? Well,
0: yes. He doesn't like... um, It's why on his... I always tease him because on his podcast um, and radio show, it actually plays here on KKNW, Mondays, 12 o'clock. He is funny. He knows what he's talking about, but he ends up doing this, like, too cool for school vibe where he's like, hey. (laughs) And he lets the rest of us talk. And, you know, I'm like, okay. And you actually know so much. Yeah. You know, like, you are, you need to show that a little bit more. Um, And then you know, there's there's people where the blog piece is so important yeah. and increasing your SEO, which is, you know, search engine optimization. Yep. So then, you know, if you say that, you know, you're a um, a massage therapist that does this kind of massage, but I also do this and that. You need to make sure that all of those words are on your site yeah. in multiple ways and, and you know, yeah. different well, formats. Well,
1: that's where the creativity comes in also, because. I like to tell people, I'm like, okay, I get it. You're special. We're all special. But what makes you all that and a bag of chips? Like, right. let's, let's, and they'll tell me and I'm like, no.
0: Well, okay. So I've been saying this a lot lately. Um, my friend, Stacy Harris, who's mm-hmm. been a guest on the show before, she said, and this makes so much sense to me. She said, we're all snowflakes, but we're not special. So, you know, it's like there are lots of different massage therapists out there, for instance. Mm-hmm. So what what is the thing that, you know, makes you unique as a snowflake, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you're special to people or some of the skills that you may possess are special or whatever it is. Uh, but what are those little things that, yeah. you know, are unique to your DNA, if you will? Yeah. And that's one of the things I love to do is helping People figure
1: out not their branding, but their brand personality, because it is a characteristic. All the characteristics make up a personality of your business brand, um, and it could be the way you do you do your process. It could be the types of customers, the results that you get. Um, could be pricing, not my favorite one, but um, could be a bunch of things. Could uh-huh. be um, what your clients think of you. Um so that's really fun to dig deep because at the end of the day, my clients will be just like, where did this come from? Mm-hmm. And it just takes someone creative to pull it out of them.
0: One of the things that I love doing is when somebody asks me, and again, this is where I totally self-admit that um, I know enough to be dangerous <laughs> <laughs> and where I then have to pass it on to you. Um, like when somebody says, hey, can you take a look at my website? hmm I can't tell them how to do this, that, or the other thing. But I can tell them that that picture doesn't work with what, you know, you're saying here that you are a kind and caring person and you've got a picture of a building. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, you're using your Um, intuition for creativity. Right. And, you know, like the color. Are the color – is the color theme there? You know, is it obvious, you know – what your business is, and do I have to search for what the name is? Mm-hmm. Um, especially when people are doing gurgle, gurgle, Google searches, mm-hmm. and you're looking up. You know, I'm looking for ice cream shops near me, um, and so you're not necessarily looking for a specific one. And mm-hmm. so then you land on the page you wanna to say ice somewhere on shop. the page, ice cream shop. Yeah, um, and so those are the things that I love doing. I I joke about this on Wisdom from the Wardrobe all the time. I'm like, I'm the voice of the people. <laughs> like, I love looking at things and, you know, thinking about that perspective from the from the user end. Like, I don't want to have to go searching for a button to connect with you. I, you know, this vibe doesn't scream like I'm stylish to me or, you know, this doesn't seem fun enough or yeah. approachable enough. And so I'm all about that that tone piece and your team does really well with that. Um, So you're, what you're talking about though is
1: extremely important because 90, I'd say about 92% of purchases are made based on emotion. Mm -hmm. So either fear or desire and photos, copy everything on your website is there to spark that emotion, that connection. So that's what you're talking about, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. Um, what I do is I consider myself kind of the website whisperer where like you've ever had an interior designer walk into a room and within 30 seconds, she or he can tell you exactly what's wrong with yep. the room. That's kind of how I do it. However, it's also kind of a curse of knowledge having this much information in my head because I I know so much about what this is doing that sometimes I get tripped up. So it's a good combination of having someone like you who has fresh eyes on things and then someone that's looking at the best practices and conversions and all that stuff. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and it must be an interesting thing for you. You know, I think of the number of times I go onto random websites because I'm looking something up, mm-hmm. um, you know, or somebody has sent me a link to, you know, check out this. I mean, how many websites are you like, oh,
1: Uh, 97 percent, yeah, yeah, and I'm not really good at holding (laughs) at at my poker face. (laughs) Well,
0: you know, and I will say because I built my website, um, myself when the pandemic hit, Mm -hmm. I had time, yeah, and what I loved and hated, but really kidding aside really loved and appreciated you sent me a video and you oh, said I forgot about that here are some things that you know from the user perspective and also from the kind of the back end perspective here's some things that you need to think about and some changes that you would make and you offer that as a service and that is so helpful yeah and I say love and hate because you know, I so appreciated it. It was so helpful. I loved that you did that for me as a friend. And I hate it because you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the fact that, you know, you try to build a website and there are so many different services Right, you out get there. excited and you're like, score, I finished it. Right. And it's really not as
1: optimized as it should be. Okay, but it's never done, ever. Yes. Uh, we've been in the middle of redesigning our website for the last 13 months. <laughs> <laughs> and every time huh. we think we're done. Yeah. Yes. And I makers kids. Right. Right. Yeah. And
0: I have learned that when it comes to this, as you said, things change every couple of days. Right. And so I have learned that I need to learn to approach my website or marketing or whatever like it's a a cream colored couch. I can throw yeah. different pillows on it. Yes, and completely change it up. Yes,
1: as long as the couch is built with quality materials, right? And you know the springs work, and exactly, it's not going to fall apart. It's going to be long lasting, right? Yep. So exactly. with a good
0: foundation, you know yeah. you can mix things up, and and that's the thing that you do with so many people. Um, you know the the websites that I have seen you build, um, are so strong foundationally. And I'm almost afraid uh, to have you build a website for me because I'm afraid of the business that I'm going to get. <laughs> it might be like you would drinking. not be the first
1: person that said that. Right. Like it would be like
0: drinking from a hose. I'd be like, <laughs> okay, but
1: let's, okay, let's change that mindset. Okay. Okay. What if you could choose who you worked with? And you had a choice and you could actually turn people away because you only wanted to work with certain types of prospects or certain price points, then it wouldn't be so overwhelming because you'd have more choice, right? You'd be in demand. So,
0: changing that mindset. Wow, you're a psychologist too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will say that part of my bio, I've been uh, updating and working on my bio. And one of the things, that I have written in it is that after saying, I'm reading this, actually, I pulled up my document. After saying yes to everything in the beginning, I now primarily say no in order to protect my yes. Oh, I like that. Saying no to protect your yes. Yeah, exactly. It's not easy because the instinct, as so that entrepreneurial side where you're like, oh, yeah,
1: I can do that. Yeah, plus you're a helper. You want to help
0: everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a problem. And so, you know, that's something that I'm really trying to work on the saying no because it just it better protects that yes.
1: Yeah. And when you're doing the yes work, you can go deeper. You can get better results. You can have longer relationships. So something that my agency coach taught me was start learning how to fish in your own small fishing pond. And what that means is, you know entrepreneurs are always after the next thing. They're Mm -hmm. always looking for the next client, the next prospect, um, and you get hung up on this. But then you have all of these current clients or past clients, their world, their business changes all the time. So I'd encourage you to reach out to them, consistently keep in touch with them, mm-hmm. um, do a check-in call. You don't have to stalk them on social media, but just, you know, hey, I'm just, I saw this article, I was thinking about you, just want to check in, see how you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I just got a call yesterday, actually, from a client that I had um, helped um, brainstorm some thoughts around her business and... um you know, helped with some logo design and that kind of thing. Again, I know enough to be dangerous. (laughs) I keep saying that because, you know, like I'll create a logo on like Canva and that's Uh great, but it's like not vectorized and it's like (laughs) not great for like then, you know, being used on a website. And so then I'm like, Pia, I need help. Um, she actually moved during the pandemic and has now moved her business and yeah. is making some edits and, and um, tweaks to everything and, yeah. you know, was like, hey, I want to reconnect with you. Yeah. And that's great. it's a reminder, as you say, like check in with the people that you're already working with or have worked with, because mm-hmm. chances are, you know, your life has changed and certainly theirs has, too.
1: Yeah. So they their business might have changed, most likely has changed Um, and if it hasn't, they just want, they keep top of mind. But the other thing too is to, again, we're so focused in our business that we forget when we add new services or we change our services that, uh, our clients are not mind readers. They're not going to know unless you tell them. Mm -hmm. So creating a small video or picking up the phone and letting them know, Hey, I have this new service. You might be interested in it. If not, you know, feel free to pass the word, um, I know Gazala does a really good job. Gazala with GFS um, events. She does a really good job at the end of the year letting people know these are all the events that we did. Mm -hmm. This is the stuff that we did this year. This is what our focus is for the next year. Um, Getting her clients excited Mm -hmm. about the company growth. And it's not just, oh, look at us. We're great. But she's identifying new services for her
0: clients. Yeah. Well, and it's it's um, gratitude and manifesting mm-hmm. in a reflective way. Mm-hmm. So it's like, look at all the things that we were able to do, and we're so grateful for what we've been able to do and the work that we've done and all of you. Mm-hmm. And we're, we've are we learned some things. And so now, like, we're an expert on this, mm-hmm. and now we can add this. Yep. So it's super powerful. Okay, so let's say you know somebody that's been in business for, like, Three and a half years. Okay. And they're working on um, figuring out their marketing. So, yes, they've got their uh, website. That's a really important, obviously, gateway. Mm -hmm. Um, Just what advice do you have as an entrepreneur and a woman, Um, a creative, an entrepreneur, like um, somebody with, you know, who's constantly reinventing themselves, what are the things that have served you well? So if I was this person? Well, just like if you were, like, let's say it's me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm just saying. I'll um, send you an invoice later. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So that's why I'm asking for a friend.
1: Um, so that's a good question. So three and a half years is a good time to set some foundational marketing uh practices, so you know enough of what you like to do mm-hmm. and you know that consistency pays off mm-hmm. um and I hopefully you know by now that marketing is a long game mm-hmm. um unless you pay to play you know Facebook ads and all that, but that's gonna you know bank bankrupt you um so knowing that, you kind of have to say no to a lot of things, so you podcast, you have a website, whatever. I always tell people, pick three things that you're going to do consistently. Okay. So for me, it's my podcast, um, it's blogging, and it's video. Okay. So those you mean are- in
0: terms of marketing, not in terms of offer. Offering. No, no,
1: no. In terms of marketing, okay. my business. Got okay. It. I take that back. S- search engine optimization is actually more prevalent than, than blogging. Anyway, I digress. Um- <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is why we work well together. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, cause there's all these bells and whistles and, you know, promises of, of gold at the end of the, the, ton, the, the rainbow. Mm-hmm. But so ask yourself, what can I do consistently? And what you're going to do consistently is whatever it, you can make a habit, whatever you enjoy doing, um, and what gets results, right? You don't want to keep doing something that's not going to get results. Totally. Um, asking your current clients, what makes you that special, which sounds like you did that with the pinnacle, uh, Exercise. I did. Yeah,
0: I was surprised. Uh, I was actually surprised with the feedback that I got. A, who I got it from. Uh huh. Um, and B, I am always very insecure that people don't understand me or what I do, and yet the amount of clarity that people had about it, I was like, oh, I okay, people get it. Yeah. So that's, I would.
1: I wouldn't. I know that that's been an issue for you in the past, and I, my professional recommendation is to stop thinking that way mm-hmm. because you get tied up with, oh, my God, is this person going to understand what I'm trying to say? Instead, you're really good at say, telling stories. Yes. So we all know stories sell. So continue telling stories um, about your clients, about problems that you've solved, about uh, issues that you've tackled. So that's going to be your biggest strength. And so some that's people,
0: a great thing to think about then yeah. in terms of the marketing. As yeah. you said, identify 3 areas yep. that are that make sense for you, SEO being like an always a constant. Yep. And then um if the podcasting makes sense mm-hmm. or blogging or video or whatever it yeah. is. As
1: long as it's something you can do consistently and you enjoy it. Okay? Cuz life is too short to do stuff you don't enjoy
0: this this is my so um mom's probably at this point like on her second cocktail and they're only half listening right now (laughs) uh but she has been telling me for years you need to write a book and the universe is collectively telling me i need to write a book and it feels very much like in the title somewhere it's going to be um like do what makes your tail wag yeah like I am going to be fifty-two in March, and if I had advice for anybody as it relates to personal happiness and mental health and even physical health, do what makes your tail leg, because it's authentic to you. It's what makes sense for you. Mm-hmm. It is. It is an instinctual thing.
1: Well, without going down the phys- uh, the philosophical trail too much, it's it's hard to stop and think about what do I really feel to do because we're just we're living our lives out of habit mm-hmm. right and just we're kind of on autopilot because we have to there's so much going on yep but try this exercise and if someone invites you to do something or your husband wants you to do this activity or whatever it is um, or a place to go just say huh do I do I really want to go bowling is that is that me do I am I feeling? Mm -hmm. the bowling shoes and no, not feeling it, then just say no. Right. Just say no.
0: Thank you, Nancy Reagan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now you're dating me.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'd date you. You're cute. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, it's true, though, and that's really what it comes down to in, in terms of marketing, that it is going to be so much easier to be consistent, if it's the thing that feels like you, yeah, and natural. also I
1: I will say this I've said this on the show before, or not this show, but another podcast before, but um, you have to have a a a good idea of the types of clients you want to work with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, maybe if you're uh, just starting up, that's a little different because you're taking whatever, but at three and a half years. Um, You can kind of be picky and choosy and you're going to get the best results with the people that get you and that you get them and that you're kind of like, like my clients are like me. They're busy Mm -hmm. professionals. They don't, they're not DIYers.
0: Right. And
1: they, uh, they make good money and they have a team and they're just like, what would Pia do? And just hand it over and we take care of everything. Yep. So I've identified that. I've also identified that I don't deal well with people that have to ask their spouse, light a candle or say a prayer on it because <laughs> I'm a very decisive person and it's your business. And if you can't say yes to something, then it's probably a hell no. Right. Yeah.
0: that That's great advice. I mean, it's that it goes back to the gut level decisions, right? Yep. And following your intuition. And sure, there is some practical logistics like, okay, you know, if this is going to cost X amount, what do I have in my budget and those kinds of things? That makes sense. Yeah. But I agree with you that, you know, unless your spouse is a business partner. Yeah. Like it just doesn't make, you know. When I make decisions for my business, um, in the beginning, I actually sought Pete's advice because I'm like, he's been in business for years. Yeah. However, what I realized is that he's been in a very specific kind of business. Yeah. It is not my kind of business. And now, you know, he'll listen to, um, I hear him on calls because he's working at home. He'll hear me on calls and he's like, your work calls sound much different than mine. (laughs) And as they should. It's two different businesses, two different people. Yeah. And
1: And that's more of a permission thing. Like if you're going to own a business... Own the decision making, own the power, especially for women, because um, you're going to have to make a lot more than a couple of decisions. I mean, your whole every day is just a bunch of making decisions.
0: So we only have like five minutes left on the show, or maybe even less. So you you're turning 15 on the 14th. Your business. <laughs> I won't bring up the other five numbers that are happening on Thursday. So. What does the future hold in line with Gazala? Like, yeah. What, what are future, you? The future.
1: That's a really. Um, what do you want to manifest? What do you want to put out into the universe? So I was actually nominated to speak at a national conference in April for BNI International. Nice. Yeah. And I was kind of like, who, me? Um, I was doing some webinars for the BNI um, um, Global. Yep. And they're like, oh, yeah, th- unanimously about marketing, you're, you're the go-to. And I'm like, okay, I love talking like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, do you I- a sidekick? <laughs> 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 um, so I think I want to do some more speaking. Nice. It scares the heck out of me. And this national conference, I'm going to be talking to uh, a crowd of 400 people. And I, I haven't talked to a crowd that large. Um, and I'm kind of freaking out, but I found that if I can just push through this and get to the other side, then I can just, oh, maybe next time it's a thousand people and then you keep going up. So
0: I, yes, 100% you should be doing that. And that is the power of Pia is that you, when people interact with you, it feels very one to one. However, you're too big to just be one to one. You need to go one to many. Spread the joy. You do. You just like <laughs> give a little piece of my heart, a little pee of my heart. I just hope to inspire
1: a couple people. That's all I want to do for the rest of my life is inspire people.
0: Well, I think that uh, like my abbreviated uh, quote that I said the um, the um, bad butt. Uh, source of divine light, I would say that you have a similar vibe and that uh, embrace it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Wow. Okay. This always goes really, really quick. Please share with people where they can connect with you. Okay.
1: So our website's fingerprintmarketing.com and they can get a free consultation there. Uh, we're on Instagram, um, makeyourmarketingpodcast.com is where our podcast is. And we have tons of really great interviews. I'm not just saying that. I mean, no, it's true. Yeah, I, there's I some great marketing gurus on there. Um, yeah, that's about it. And LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn, Pia Larson. And
0: it's Mm L-A-R-S-O-N. Important. Um, Thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Of course. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. Happy anniversary. Thanks for the cupcakes for my Uh, birthday. Yeah. Nothing but love. (laughs) Um, Thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Eric, as always. Next week, my guest is Justin Park of Romero Park. Uh, He's a good guy. You know him, too. Oh, yeah. He's my lawyer. See, there you go. Yeah. Um, Remember, everybody, to stay connected. Maybe not so close. (laughs) Have a good week.